What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 54 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Armor up with body armor. Combo Nation, we are out here. Today's show, Los Angeles Lakers Scott Machado joins in to talk about his call-up from the D-League, LeBron James as a teammate, and he also gives some advice to you guys looking to get better in the offseason, plus so much more. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe right on your Apple Podcast app. Shout out to Spotify as well. We see you. Come hang out with us at 12combo.com, and you know you can follow me on Instagram at... One, two, combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Luca on the track. Welcome to Combo's Court. Scott Machado, Los Angeles Lakers. How you feeling, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Can't complain, man. Um, take us through it, man. You know, how did you find out? Well, first of all, congrats on um, D-League Player of the Week, D-League Player of the Month, getting called up. Congrats on all that. I think I hit you up, but we got to make it official on Combo's Court, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Definitely, Go ahead. Definitely happy, to, definitely happy to be here, man. Appreciate it. Um, all right, man. Take us through it. When you got that, when you, how did you get that information? You got called up, and um, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, so what I mean, when I first got the information that I was getting a call up, I was in practice, and coach had shut me down from practice, and I, I really didn't know why. And he shut me down. Was like, yo, you're not practicing today. I want you to rest up for tomorrow's game. And I was like, all right, cool. So now I, I felt like, all right, cool. I'm not practicing. Everything's all fun and dandy, but. Come to find out, I was getting a 10-day, and they just didn't want me to get injured in practice. So that was how I found out. Um, they ended up taking me upstairs and got to speak to Joey Buss and Palenka. And they let me know, like, yeah, man, you've been working for us for two years. You've been grinding, doing your thing, and we want to give you a 10-day. And I was like, all right, cool. So that's, that's kind of how it went. I, I'm glad you found out that way and not through social media. It makes it a little more cool, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Nowadays, everybody finding out stuff on social media. Right around the trade deadline, everybody's on their phone all day. Right. Like, but you know, you went right. You're you were in the D League this year. You're the perfect person to ask this. Now you're in the league. Obviously, you know, there's guys that separate themselves that you won't find in any other league in the world, like the KDs, the LeBrons, who's your teammate now. But what jumps out at you that, in terms of difference of play, between the D League and the NBA, if there's any at all. I think I think it, I think a lot just depends on on like the way you view it. I feel like there's definitely a lot more athletes, but when it comes to the team play and to the pace of the game and to how people react, it's pretty similar. Obviously, there's smarter IQ players in the NBA, so I feel like that those are some of the differences between the two. Um, I feel like the development, well, the G League, the old school name for the development league, it's that's exactly what it's for. It's 
to develop players. Um, and I feel like it gives you a better shot because you're around other dudes that are also going through the same same journey as you to develop to get to the NBA. What went into your decision in, in sticking with the D League for you know for the last two years rather than playing overseas, which which at times could be you know more lucrative? Obviously, it looks like it's paying off now. What what was your thought process with all that? Uh, me, it was more so knowing where I wanted to be. I'm one of the elite basketball players in the world, so I feel like I should be playing in the best league in the world. So that's what like my mindset was going into it. I've always been an underdog growing up, always been the guy like overseen. And for me, it was like I got to go overseas for four years. I played in the NBA for a little bit, played in the G League. And it was like, I know where I want to be. I know where I love to be. I know where I feel best at. And that's the NBA. And I wanted to come back to try to get into the best the best league in the world. And to me, it, the best way to do it was to go through the G League so all the NBA team's eyes were on me. So that was that was my that was my goal. Um, at first, it was just for a year. And I did so well in just that one year. And just the, the place I was in and the city I was in, the facility, the people I was working with, I enjoyed it. So it allowed me to, to do it for another year. Why do, what do you feel it is about you? that the, What's the reason you think you get overlooked after doing so well at it? I, I, think, I think it's because the, my style of play, but I feel like I'm capable of transitioning. I think that they try to, they try to put me in a place where I'm not allowed to like I'm only I'm right. only I'm only like the one that runs the show. I'm the point guard. I have the ball in my hands a lot. And with the team that I had, I, I kinda am forced to do so. But then if I'm put around a bunch of talented dudes, I feel like I could come off the ball, I could give the ball up, I'll be able to focus on on smaller details of the game instead of just being so focused on running the show, making sure I get guys open shots, making sure I score, making sure we try to get the win. Instead of it just being me, I get help from guys that are more talented, if not just as talented as I am. It's something that I feel like is is like something that is not talked about in the game of basketball because I feel like on every team, they ask you to do something else. So I've been I've been the type of dude to always be the point guard that like took the blame for wins and losses. And that's just been my career. So I've never been like the point guard to like play beside a, a big time player, play that point guard role when he wants to get off the ball. Like just something like that. I just think that's like that's something that's not spoke about in basketball. And I think the more versatile you are to play the game of basketball in different positions and do different roles in the game, I think the more successful you are. So, you know, Adam Silver had a conversation with uh, Bill Simmons and, and they were discussing how Adam Silver feels like it has a negative effect on some players. Do you feel like social media ever negatively affected you as a person or a player? Um, no, I, don't, I don't think it negatively affected me. I think last year was the first time that it affected me. Um, and normally I don't really pay attention to like my comments or whatnot, but uh, it happened to be on... It happened to be in my comments because I was wearing the number wow, eight. Wow, okay. They were like, uh, they were already upset that I was wearing the number eight. Like, who do you think you are wearing number eight? And to me, it was like, man, Kobe never touched foot in the G League. Like, with all due respect, like, I would never or any any 
any sort of way like that. Like, I didn't even think twice about it. Like, because I was like, this isn't the big leagues. I'm in the G League. Like, number eight is the number I wear. When I was overseas, that was my number. So, I'm coming back to the States yeah. rocking the number eight. And, and that's just what it was. And people were really upset about it. So, that was, like, the first time it really, like, bothered or got to me. But other than that, um, not really. I mean, I, I see that nowadays. They like to use the cameras a lot. Right. While we like practicing and all that, and sometimes I feel like it's unnecessary, but um, they still do it. Nah, they definitely. Yeah. Do I mean, it. Look, yeah. man, in your home gym, uh, Clippers were playing uh, rackets, right? And um, the color commentary guy Don McLean said, "What Harden does is manipulating the game, almost like cheating." How do you feel about that? How do you feel about those comments? Oh man, I, like I, I don't, I can't, I can't say that he's. He's manipulating the game or cheating the game. The guy is talented. Yeah. The guy is doing things that people were never capable of doing. He's unguardable. Um, and if the team is okay with him playing that way, like, that's the way the team decided to play. Like, that's the decision that the coach made. The coach said it was okay. That's the decision that the players made. The players are all okay with it. The GM got to be okay with it. So, the organization is okay with it. So, like, for them to say that he's manipulating the game or cheating the game, I think it's, I think it's not fair. Um, I think that it was a, it was a comment that he didn't have to say because, because of everything that he is accomplishing, and they're in the playoffs, they're having a good season, and last year they went all the way to the Western Conference Finals and and lost, um, because Chris Paul got hurt. But we don't know what would have happened if Chris Paul didn't get hurt. So. I think that if the, the team accepts it, I think that's that's as far as it needs to go. I mean, everybody's going to say what they want to say, but I think James Harden is doing something unbelievably nice. LeBron as a teammate, man, how, how has that been for you so far? Uh, it was cool, man. It's been cool. Um, he was a he was a he was a good mentor at the time. Um, he's he's helps out whenever like you need it while you're out there. He doesn't. Um, he def he de- he definitely like is focused throughout the game. He's definitely focused throughout the game. He's ready to tell you to see certain plays while you're sitting on the bench, but he was a good teammate, man. He's a good teammate. Good. So, so you know, that's a smaller sample size. Somebody you have a larger sample size with, Andre Ingram, man. I, I love that story last year and what happened with him. You know, even before that game, I was actually watching that first game he played in, and I was just I'm like, I just want to see this guy kill, you know, and then it happened. How has playing with him been? Uh, it's been good, man. He's just a, he's just a very strong, humble, character guy he's definitely a, a unbelievable shooter um great defender and just he's just a great person man just i was saying the other day just to be able to be in the g league for as many years as he has man you can just tell what type of character he is because it's not an easy grind you know what i'm saying the g league is not an easy grind there's just so much thrown at you while being in there and after his call up continue to stay humble and so yeah, you say that the, you say the G League is a grind. Why so? Why do you feel that way? Um, just because uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot that you got to deal with. You got to be willing to deal with as well. You're dealing with assignees. You're dealing with two way guys. You're dealing with call ups. You're dealing with tryout guys. You're dealing with guys that get drafted in. You're dealing with different starting lineups, night in and night out. You're dealing with practicing with the main group of guys, and then head to a game and they'll have a signing sent down and you probably won't play. And it's a, it's a, it's a good mental game um, as well as like a, a good basketball league. 
it's just it's just something that you got to be able to deal with. You got to be able to deal with it because um, not every night will be your night, and you're not you're not guaranteed to play. So it's just it's just tough, man. It's just tough. You just gotta gotta be yeah. You really gotta just. I'm assuming to uh, it's a little bit nicer in the league. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think everybody <laughs> say that one. <laughs> Yo, man, so let's take it to this Zion, man. Everybody's talking about Zion. He's had one of the most interesting seasons in NCAA history. How do you feel like his game will translate in the NBA? Um, I hope the kid, I hope the kid uh, dominates the NBA. Um, my only thing is what, what position right. we're gonna put him at. Um, that's my only thing. I, I hope he dominates. I hope he dominates it. But depending on what team he goes to. And if he and if he knocks down the three like he was in, in college, just like towards the end of the year, um, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. They can yeah. Throw him at the three. Um, but if if he's not hitting shots, he's gonna meet a lot of dudes just as a right and, and long and tall. And I feel like his three was looking better than his foul shot. That's for sure. His three was looking decent towards the end. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it was definitely looking decent. If he could, if he could. If he could get that to be consistent, I think he, he's definitely going to be showing the record way in the league. You know, he's there's there's going to be a he's going to get a huge sneaker deal, and I wanted to take it back to you on that one. You know, pretty much everybody in the NBA has an allegiance to some sneaker brand. When you get called up, when you get that ten day, how does that work with, with dealing with a sneaker? Uh, I mean, it's just the NBA is sponsored by Nike this year. They they hand out you. sneakers to you. Um, they'll give you sneakers, uh, and then you can just find other companies that are willing to endorse you. Uh, being in LA, uh, or being that I played in the TBT um, in the previous summers, uh, they had like a they had like a little rule that if you played in the TBT and you end up getting into the NBA game, and doesn't matter how long you play, if you check in, you get like a little oh dope Puma. So um, yeah, so I I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so waiting to hear back on that, but I thought that was, yeah that, Puma, that was pretty that's Puma's good, doing big things for sure. How do you feel yeah, about that TBT? Yeah. Uh, TB, TBT is cool, man. I think uh, I think they're trying to do something that they don't right. have as America. You know what I'm saying? Like a, so many talented like guys, somewhere to play for, and somewhere to play in summer. You know? Right, 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 right. So, I mean, right now they're giving winners they're giving winners a certain amount of money, but if they turn that into like getting guys like money to play in the summer, I think guys are definitely like. Right, and even make it during the year. That'd be super crazy. Like, give an alternative to the D-League or the NBA where you could stay in the States. That'd be super crazy. You know, your season's coming to an end. What, what do you feel like your focus will be as a player? And um, how should a younger player focus on the offseason? Like, what do you think are some tips to uh, getting better in the offseason? You should really find out what doesn't work for you. Find out what doesn't work for you and right. make it better. And then continue to sharpen what you're great at. Um, continue to sharpen what you're great at. Continue to have those reps. But in the summertime, definitely work on things that you're not capable of doing. Um, and just try to try to do it. Try to do it. Try to get out of your box. Try to get out of being afraid to do it. And get comfortable in doing it so that when the, when the time approaches, when the time presents itself, Oh uh, yeah, man. Well, we haven't hung out a million times, but when we have, you always struck me as a good guy and a hard worker. So I'm really glad. I was really happy when I saw you got called up. You're always welcome back on the show, man. Appreciate it, Combo. Appreciate it. The whole- there it is. Episode 54 in the books. 
Thanks for being here. Hope you enjoyed the show and big shouts to Scott for joining in. It would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple Podcast app. And who's your MVP, man? Let's do something different today. Who's your MVP for the 2019 NBA season? Let me know right on the comment section of your Apple Podcast app and let me know how you feel about the show, man. Be on the lookout for episode 55, Combo Out.